Hello everybody and welcome to episode 3 of the Technical Area, a weekly football manager podcast brought to you by me, Gaffer Graymo FM. So, the planned idea for today's podcast has gone out the window at the 11th hour. So the idea there kind of was to explore the new features that uh, SI have been slowly but surely revealing over the past couple of weeks with officially on the official Football Manager Twitter account and then in the background with on Twitter with Miles and then of course what was going on there we had a couple of guys there from SI on with Five Star Pod guys on Monday uh, last Monday's release and then of course I don't know if you've seen over on YouTube, we have uh, Bustinet also take a look there as well. And then, of course, at the last minute, there was today's One More Game podcast with FM20 Features. And then, of course, who could ever forget the Grass and Gear Spectacular. So, I just kind of felt, you know what, I think FM20 Features have been discussed an awful lot. I think everyone could be... Like forcing at the seams with all the information, all the opinions, and it's all time to talk about the same stuff. So I want to thank FM Grasshopper for coming in and suggesting the idea for today's podcast. We're talking about possibly where I'm going to be landing in the FM20 beta save. So I do know the likes of um, Charlie Tango, you did get in touch of talking about the um, possibility of looking into the MLS and into the Australian A-Leagues. As part of a league feature, which is something else I was possibly planning on doing today. But I'm going to delay that one as well, because I believe, you know, I'm going to try focus on recommended teams, recommended leagues for FM20 as well. Now, just in case anyone is interested, and please let me know if you are, I'm actually going to do a screen recording of today's podcast. So it's a case of it could be a, a vodcast or whatever, want to be video podcast, whatever people want to call it. So. And the premise of this whole podcast is it's nothing like anything I've done before. In a podcast, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go out. I have all the tabs open. I have them prepared. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to be looking at uh, where I'm going to land for the FM20 beta. And by the end of this podcast, I'll know where I'm going to go. And so will you. So you're going to join me on this journey of kind of discovery. So I'm, in terms of where I'm going to be landed for the FM20 beta, of course, we all have to do a bit of research. We all have to find out where it is we want to begin with, begin from. And for me, I'm going to begin on Wikipedia. And I'm going to be looking at the, the final league tables from the 2018-19 league tables in Europe. And primarily here, what I'm going to do is I'm going to be focusing on the league tables from Europe's major leagues. And, you know, it's not that I want to kind of disregard, you know, smaller leagues, smaller nations, but it's a case of I just want to go somewhere I'm familiar with. I don't want to go into a league with a totally different league structure. I don't have to try and learn a league structure, learn kind of different nuances as well as try to get to grips with the new features of the game. So for that, I'm kind of obviously just going to be narrowing it down to the Premier League, the Bundesliga, Liga, Syria. And I do have the um, Portuguese Primera Liga table open as well. Now, obviously, for me, Syria is not going to be a landing spot. And I do know that Calcio uh, 
there was huge interest in possibly going to um, Syria in FM20. I know some people have actually changed their minds over, you know, recent events. And, you know, I was one of managing AC Milan uh, for my last save here on Football Manager 19. So that's not going to happen. So I'm going to focus on, you know, the other leagues primarily. I'm not going to be managing in Syria, but just in case you are. Uh, you're going to I'm going to kind of have a quick look and show you what I'd be doing. The other interesting thing, though, as well, I want you to know and bear in mind is I'm not going to be looking at smaller teams. Teams that have a big challenge. Teams that, you know, that would be a long term save, a long term project. I'm looking at the big clubs. I'm looking at clubs that are established, that are performing well, have a and have a good pedigree in the league, so that when I do take over for the beta. I'm not again going to go into a team that's you know struggling for form, struggling for pedigree. So for me, the journey does begin with last year's league table. So looking at the 2019, uh, 2018-2019 Premier League, we obviously know Manchester City champions, Liverpool second. So then we, of course, I'd be kind of looking at teams, you know, teams that would have finished like that in the European places, or maybe just outside, the likes of Everton, uh, Leicester, and West Ham, of course. Um, you know would regard themselves as quite well-established clubs. Obviously, Everton have not started this season too well, and Leicester and West Ham have been a bit Jekyll and Hyde at times. So you're kind of looking at these top six, top seven teams as potential landing places. Now, for me, as a Liverpool fan, I just can't really look past managing Liverpool if it was going to be my landing spot for the beta in 2019. You're going to be going into a team that finished second in the Premier League with record points, clubs, record season. And of course, are the current European champions. So for there, like you are really going into an established team, a team that there was no transfers as well. So it's a team that should have good cohesion, a good level of understanding, and there should be a good um, kind of team spirit there in terms of the dynamics. Then, of course, you have to consider this whole new aspect of the five-year plan. And you look at clubs here, and you're kind of saying you wonder where the five-year plan is. Taking over at Chelsea could be quite challenging because of their transfer ban. The likes of Tottenham, we have seen uh, strengthen their squad this summer, but and of course reaching last year's Champions League final. So we are looking at a good, uh, well-established team there. Arsenal and Manchester United, of course, can be very Jekyll and Hyde, but inconsistent performance as well. Both teams do have, in real life, the issues with defence. That's kind of hindering any progress and making the way forward. But there are exciting options up front. So if you are looking to play exciting football, then of course these teams could be ideal. Then, of course, Wolves, that's kind of sneak in package. Uh, in terms of the five-year plan, i definitely say a trophy could be on the horizon there. So in terms of cup competitions, especially this season, Wolves could be an interesting bet, especially if you're looking for that uh, one season, get to know the game safe, like winning a trophy would certainly be nice. Now, jumping across to Liga, like Paris Saint-Germain, we all know what Paris Saint-Germain are like. They're an absolute juggernaut in this league. Like Losing five games last year is absolutely ridiculous for the club because... You know, if you come up against, against a football manager, they can be quite, you know, unstoppable at times. You know, they really do have an unbelievable calibre of players. Of course, there is a bit of the challenge with terms of prize money given in Liga. The teams don't really get it. It's not really there. So it's a case of if you're going to get Paris Saint-Germain, you're certainly going into a team with plenty of wealth. I know Mike, according to FM, he went to PSG last year and it was just, just a bit of fun. But like that, he said, it felt... He felt that he got a good kind of a grasp on the new game, the new features, and everything that was entailed. 
Lille and Leon, of course, always are exciting teams to manage. Lille on this little bit of a resurgence. They certainly have a good, young and exciting team with Renato Sanchez signing this year. And Leon, of course, you know, this they have weakened over the summer that we've lost. They're like losing the likes of Tongui Dombele and Nabil Fakir. But of course, you do have Moussa Dembele up front, that FM17. Absolute star there. So you're certainly looking to real exciting places there. Saint Etienne. Now, interesting enough, SI have shared screenshots from Saint Etienne this year with, uh, for FM20. So Saint Etienne could be a decent landing spot, even in a long term save. I've managed some, I did enjoy it, but you know, between issues with the save file and so other outside influences that save didn't just get going in the long run. So for me, I could possibly go back to Saint Etienne. I do feel I've unfinished business there. I do have a good feeling, a good, a good feeling of knowing the squad. There has been a change of manager there this year as well. So it would be a total fresh start and an interesting place to begin. Outside though of those European places, like we see Stade Rennes, or Stade Rennes, they have they finished tenth last year, but did win the was a Coupe de Ligue. So you with Ren, you know, you're looking at a team that has beaten Paris Saint Germain, has good pedigree, and I know if when we look later on a little bit at the 2019-2020 league table so far, they've started very well. Other clubs that you I definitely would consider managing if I was to go back to Liga, you've got Marseille, of course. Many people talk about Marseille being a favourite save ever on Football Manager. Nice, there's something about Nice I don't know staying on that south coast field. And then in 17th place last year finished Monaco. So Monaco would be great for a rebuild job if that's exactly kind of what you're looking for. But in terms of, you know, FM17, you're going in with really good quality players. But you'd wonder, can FM20 reflect just how poor they've been in recent times? The Bundesliga, of course, the Bundesliga was very popular in FM19. That was because of the emergence of the licenses. And I think many people who've managed in Germany, myself included in the past, will uh, like admit that it is a very competitive league and it is quite fun. Uh, Bayern Munich, of course, who presents a challenge in the same way PSG do in uh, Liga. But I do feel in Germany, clubs are better equipped and you're in a better position to try and take on what Bayern Munich can do because of the setup, because of the structure and the, the financial kind of powers that are behind Bundesliga clubs. So obviously, you know, the Champions League clubs from Germany, Borussia Dortmund, RB Leipzig and Bayer Leverkusen all present really, really interesting and intriguing options. Leverkusen, possibly the weakest of those, but with having the likes of Kai Havertz and Leon Bailey in FM20, you could really kind of have a good long-term save but good fun as well in the beta, and they were quite popular even with SI again having a partnership with them last year. RB Leipzig, well, you know, they certainly do look like they're set up this season to take on Bayern Munich. And although like a third place finish last year, 10 points behind Bruce Dortmund in second, you know, it doesn't reflect the, the quality and the potential of Leipzig and what you could possibly do with them and the fun you could really have with them. Then on to top this all off. I don't know if you've seen it, but Orby Leipzig's Champions League kit for this season is absolutely top-notch. So, you know, if you are looking to treat yourself at some time around payday, take a look at Leipzig's jersey. Whether you agree with the club or not, it is absolutely 
unbelievable. And that could be a reason why I take them on, as you know, I do love my football jerseys. In Europa League places, there are clubs with a bit of story there. Up, uh, Bruce and Munch and Gladbach, who are a great uh, club in the 70s. So again, if you want to go a little bit higher, plenty of potential there. Wolfsburg, winners of the 2009 Bundesliga. And of course, are kind of going through a bit of challenging times with the whole Volkswagen reducing the financial uh, support they give. So the club isn't as well resourced as it may have been. But certainly is in a very good place right now. Then Eintracht Frankfurt, right, they lost a lot of their key players this year, but have signed uh, Andre Silva on loan from AC Milan. So you've certainly got an excellent star striker up front. And if you want to look outside of the top clubs there in Germany, the ones that finished in the, those European places last year, Schalke finishing 14th, they're always a good club and football manager. I do have that connection with them myself. But they are kind of quite a mess in, in real life. and you're So... You know, it could be one of those saves where you would have to get your sleeves rolled up and just see how far you can take them. And then, of course, Hoffenheim. I think Hoffenheim, again, are one of those, like a Villarreal club, almost, you know. Came close to getting into the Champions League in 2017, ahead of the 2017-2018 season, and ended up in the Europa League, beaten in the playoff round. So... You know, they're a club that have performed excellently in real life over the last couple of years, once since they've established themselves in the top flight. They have produced quite good players and have quite an excellent scouting network, so certainly would definitely be worth considering for FM20 if you want to get stuck into the um, to the scouting aspect of the game. La Liga, of course, well, you know, we all know those top three teams are quite can be quite irresistible. Barcelona, Atletico Madrid and Real Madrid. Barcelona this year, okay, you've lost Coutinho, but you've put in Griezmann. So it could be a really, really phenomenal bait, to say, of managing Griezmann and Messi in the same side, and having other players like Luis Suarez to bring in there as well. Um, Atletico Madrid have strengthened. Well, again, this summer, Alvaro Morata up front, Kieran Trippier. So again, you're kind of looking at a club that's quite stable, and is looking to progress into a more attacking footballing side rather than the kind of defensive resoluteness that they would have had at the early days of the Simeone era. And then the mess that is Real Madrid. Of course, the Galacticos can be irresistible, but going into Real Madrid in a beta could be a messy situation. But then again, you know, it's Real Madrid, isn't it? Elsewhere there, Valencia, who had a troubled start to the season after sacking Marcelino after just two games. They did finish in the Champions League paces last year, so they are a club that should certainly be pushing up the, the top end, the higher end of the table. And then you've got like Getafe, a, like a suburban Madrid club, certainly looking to make a name for themselves. And Sevilla, the Cup Kings, Europa League Kings, who under Julian Lopetegui this year have been absolutely excellent. They're one of those teams tied at the top of the table in Spain this season. So it's certainly well worth considering uh, a Sevilla save in the beta. Of course, then, you know, outside of those European places, clubs like Villarreal and Celta Vigo have performed very well over the past couple of years. Last year, their seasons were quite troubled, while Real Betis have signed Nabil Fekir as well as having William Carvalho there as well. So you could certainly have a, a very powerful midfield if 
in the beta, especially if Real, if Real Betis were a possible landing spot. Uh, in terms of the Premier League in Portugal, then, our final league, we're going to take a look. Um, I know it's been quite a popular save this year, especially if you've been following on with FM Samo, especially because he's looked outside of the big three, and even Braga as well. You know, Vittoria has done excellently under his guidance and leadership, and it's shown that, of course, you could really build a really, really top-quality save there. Benfica, I've managed before. Baroque de Gutmann course. They visited their stadium over the summer. You know, they're a club that I just really am drawn to. They just always seem to have great players. They've an excellent scouting network. They've an excellent youth system. They're really, for me, quite an irresistible club to manage. And I know they're the champions of Portugal. The reigning champions. They're in the Champions League, but in terms of a beta save, you're really kind of settling into a league where, you know, for the 34 games, you're really kind of gotten four or six really kind of challenging matches, and then the rest would be against sides you would be expected to beat most days. Like like we said, there's possibly six challenging matches last year. You know, Benfica drew, drew three and lost three of those 34 games last year. So there were six games they didn't win. For Porto, there were seven games they didn't win. And then for Sporting Lisbon, there was 11 games. So there's kind of you're looking at really kind of clubs that really do stand out and stand above the rest. And then if you do want a little bit of a challenge, of course, Braga are excellently positioned. And they do have that um, unique stadium and unique experience with the, with the, the fact it's built down into the quarry. Now my next look, and for those of you who can follow on here or are watching along with the video it's on transfermarket.co.uk so i'm not really sure if you were transfer market's quite a, a very interesting um website to look at full of obviously football news but it tracks movements there's a lot of statistics there of course it does have your typical news reports as well but in terms of football manager research you're kind of looking at a really really interesting place you could, just, uh, you could look at different, you know, there's different headings of places around, such as this rising star section. Nothing in it right now, unfortunately. But in terms of then looking for a save, you could look at the UEFA five-year rankings. So if you're looking, what this is, is the current rankings of nations in Europe and how their leagues and how these nations have fared over the past, you know, five years. And this way could then be a case of if you want to go for you know a nation that's just outside the, the, the leading nations, you can kind of see where each country is kind of based right now. And it would be even interesting if you're going to go for the club and country, building up a club, building up a country as a long-term save. But for me, and a beta, you know, I'm kind of just looking to stick to those top five, top six, seven leagues. The only reason I'm not including Russia, which is the sixth-ranked league, is I haven't managed their, you know, for a sustained period before. I managed Angie for a period. But really you know. It, w it wouldn't be a reason I'd go back. Down in ninth as well. Is the Netherlands. Now I'm managing PSV right now. And I have to say I'm really enjoying it. If you checked out my blog post. You'll see it's even not it's not even going well. There have been a few kind of teething problems. At the start. But certainly the Netherlands. I definitely recommend for anyone. Even for a beta save. PSV, Ajax, Feyenoord are clubs really, really well positioned. And I do know of a couple of people like that. I, you know, I interact with regularly. Bobby, Patrick Dooley, he's looking at Feyenoord as a long-term save. 
because there is of course not just a domestic challenge there but there also is the um you know the international challenge of trying to win a european trophy with them and it'll be interesting to see now as well if the european uefa europa conference league is going to come into football manager in 2021 in the way we're going to see in real life this third tier of a european competition now international form table is also an interesting place to look so what this has done for me, I've what I've done is I've narrowed it down for the last 10 league matches from the top 5 leagues, which clubs are performing the best in these nations. So of course, now if you look at the list, you'll see uh, Regina, Calcio, there's Arminia Bielefeld, Ipswich, Monza. These are clubs not in the top tier, but the clubs are performing well in their respective divisions. So what this is looking at is a case of over the last 10 games, which teams have racked up the most points? Because when I do start into Football Manager 20, into the Bay, I don't want to be going into a club that's, you know, certainly struggled at the start of the year. So if you look kind of here, it's really, really interesting. You see Liverpool and Manchester City are right now the best two clubs in Europe. And I think that really does say an awful lot about the standard of the Premier League. And certainly the challenge, especially those like Dying Gear going to Bolton, that are going to be trying to, you know, not break into the Premier League. And if you want to be kind of, if you if you know if you want to have that FM dream of winning that top division, the way we've seen so many people rise from deep below. If you are obviously looking outside the top division, like I said, there's Regina, Armenia, Bielefeld, Ipswich, Monza. Now Monza would be an interesting save if you are still interested in going to Italy, because I think that's where Silvio Berlusconi is currently backing. So it's a club that has money and a club that has pedigree and a good technical staff there as well. So they're a club that's certainly in a position to make a quick rise to Syria if you're looking for that type of rise through the divisions. Other clubs kind of jumping out to me there is Atalanta. Of course, like I said, I wouldn't be going to manage in Italy, but Atalanta, the fact they're in the Champions League as well, now that looks like a really kind of promising club, a club that's made some savvy investments and made, you know, some average players really stand out in a great system. RB Leipzig down there in 20th, possibly a good landing spot for me. Uh, do like I said, the German Bundesliga does appeal to me. You know, I'm kind of looking here. Like, there's no real team kind of jumping up. It's really kind of started the last ten matches particularly well. You know, if you do all first tier leagues, I'm just going to refine my search here now. See which clubs across from all first tier leagues have really kind of started well to try and remove the um uncertainty there is with managing in um you know lower tiers lower divisions and then you kind of see right there are some teams from divisions all across the world here teams really standing out you know it's good to see great to see dundalk going in there again an irish team you know on this list and going to be represented of course like you are looking at teams from san marino and other kind of lesser european nations but the dogs certainly haven't kind of, you know, if they've just wrapped up the league title there this week. But they're really, really good side to watch. So getting a European, an Irish team into Europe would certainly be a great achievement. Congratulations to FM Old Dog as well. It's great to see Shells in the Champions League. But again, RB Salzburg. So if you're going to follow um, Mike according to FM, RB Salzburg's where he's going to be landing. And they're, they've started the season excellently as well. Olympiakos in Greece. Ooh, I've never managed in Greece. 
again, yeah, possibly a landing spot there. So looking through Benfica, of course, have started the season well. So it's looking more and more like that possibly I could end up at Benfica. Ajax there as well. Could I manage Ajax after managing PSV? I don't know. Don't know how that would go down. Jurgard, interestingly as well, in Sweden. I have managed in Sweden before. So managing the likes of could could be a possibility. But very unlikely, I have to say, at the end of the day. So again, like this transfer market, it's really, really interesting because it gives you an idea of, you know, clubs, um, how they're performing, what's the form like, and really kind of point in the direction of maybe there's a club there who kind of are kind of performing above and beyond what would be expected. You know, FC Basel's their Porto. You're you're looking at typical clubs that you know people do tend to get drawn to in football manager. And I'm certainly getting drawn to because, like that, in debate, you don't want to challenge yourself too much. In terms of attendances, if that's what you want to go to, well, support the clubs. It's no secret these this list gets published quite regularly, and we can see like that on VFB Stuttgart and only in the Bundesliga Zwei, they're the only kind of team there in the top twenty who'd be outside. Twenty places, Real Betis. I do have a Betis jersey. I have considered managing Real Betis in the past. Their only league title coming under the management of Patrick Connell, an Irishman. So again, the Irish connection is what I'm looking for in Argentina, and certainly they're at Real Betis. So I'm thinking Betis could certainly be a very, very likely landing spot for me now this year. Again, looking at the most valuable teams in the world, these are teams that if you're looking to start with huge transfer budgets, certainly no financial worries. We do know where to look here. One other aspect you could look to look to um, consider is looking at transfer is manager changes. You can see I have Liga. That's because I've gone through all the leagues, and you can see kind of the pattern of number of clubs who've changed managers across the season. So clicking in, you can see that the management changes. So in England, we've all seen Javi Gracia leave to replace with Kiki Sanchez Flores. So if you're kind of someone who wants to play kind of football manager in good conscience, um taking over from a manager who did leave at the, and is only at the end of last season and you're taking over the job instead of a manager who's just you know assumed the the reins of a club over the summer it's certainly a good idea long term especially you know we have having a look here now in italy now it is the 2018-2019 season but you get an idea there you see the dates here like claudio ranieri leaving roma at the end of June. So again, like there's a, these lists here, if you are looking to start in with a fresh start, a club that's had a fresh start, like in Italy, you're certainly looking at places such as um, Empoli, now granted in Serie B, there's Roma, Juventus, Genoa, Sampdoria, Brescia, oh sorry, Frosinone, sorry, Chievo, and of course Inter Milan but then again if you are like me and you are quite objected to those landing spots you know Bundesliga no no the, no information there on management changes from the Bundesliga unfortunately with of course Julian Nagelsmann taking over RB Leipzig is certainly a, an interesting one in Spain we've just seen like I said the one change this year and that's been Marcelino checking out 2018-19 Ah, that's why. 
I have the wrong year selected there. So in terms of the manager changes in the Bundesliga, at the wrong year selected, I do apologise. Those people who are looking at the screen are probably shouting at me. It's like, what are you doing? But at the end of the season, we saw jobs come available at Schalke, Hanover, uh, Leipzig, Hertha Berlin, Nuremberg, Gladbach, Hoffenheim, Stuttgart and Wolfsburg. So there's certainly great places there to have. Clubs have had just a fresh start over the summer. And it could be an interesting way for you to get that insight into the five-year plan as well. You know, Spain, you know, Kiki Setien did leave at the 30th of June. So for me, this Real Betis save is now starting to become very, very appealing. The managers left the clubs at a fresh start. The club, um, you know, didn't achieve possibly what they could have achieved last season. In terms of this season, you'll just see here on the side, if you are looking at the screen, they're currently 10th in the league. So they haven't exactly started the season overly well. So there is kind of that slight little bit. Sorry, they finished last season in 10th place. So there is that little bit of a challenge there already. In Liga, if you are looking to move in, we have seen Nantes already change their manager. But like even established clubs such as Lyon and Marseille have changed managers. Saint-Étienne, like I said already. And then, of course, there is Dijon. If Dijon would be, you know... If you're looking for a little bit more of an exotic save. They did perform quite well on my Saint-Étienne save. So now I have, as you can see here, I'm on to Wikipedia now. Just going on to Real Betis, because they are that club that interests me. I just want to get a little bit of a backstory. So again, like that reading through the blurb, they won the league title in 1935. And like I said, that came, if I remember correctly, under the guidance of Irish coach Patrick O'Connell. Winning the league on the 28th of April 1935, their only top division title. In terms of a long-term save, it does not just sound amazing. You know, the, just not long afterwards then, the championship winning team was dismantled because of the club's economic situation and the arrival of the Spanish Civil War. You know, there is a great story to this club in a long-term save. Certainly for a long-term save, this is suddenly starting to become an awful lot more appealing. And suddenly, I think I'm going to be managing Real Betis as my beta save. So I'll go on now to the Guardian because I know the Guardian on the Guardian I can check, I can check up on all league tables from all across Europe, especially from the major. Just kind of looking at the major leagues. So checking in on the tables there, like I said, the Bundesliga table. Let's have a look here because I am considering Leipzig possibly. You know, I do like Germany. It'd be interesting. I'm not considering Serie A myself, but in case you are, I'll just open that tab there and have a look. La Liga, which is looking my my likely destination, and Liga, uh, not somewhere I'm, it looks possible for me. But then again, I won't rule it out. So again, looking at Liga, PSG have started the season very well. Lille are again in the top three, and then a surprise package in Angers. Bordeaux and Marseille, Nice clubs have already been sitting just outside. But at the start of the season, we've seen like that Dijon has struggled, Saint Etienne, Monaco. None of these have really started the season well. While Lyon are kind of there languishing in 11th. So maybe starting the season off with those clubs in a beta might not be the best idea. But then again, this is real life. In a football manager sense, these clubs could certainly be very high achievers. And maybe you could look at seeing. Leon in 11th right now, Monaco in 18th, and Saint Etienne in 19th. You could challenge yourself and say, I hope, let's see if I can beat what's happening there in real life. 
La Liga, of course, Real Betis, and they're in ninth. So you're looking at, you know, quite an average start. Two wins, two draws, two defeats in those opening six games. So again, you know, a club that hasn't really started the brightest. But then again, like we said, a club that could be translated well into the game. And as well, you're looking at this, but at this, at the uh, La Liga table, like Betis, they're on eight points in ninth. Mar Madrid are leading the table with fourteen, with only six points in the difference. It is quite tight early days, so there is possibly of a league being open there this year, and a challenge presenting itself. That's very quite achievable. Serie A, like we said, Inter, Juve, and Atalanta, three clubs I've mentioned already starting the season really well. AC Milan have really kind of struggled under um, Marco Giampaolo. So again, not the best to start for them. And then Sampdoria under Eusebio Di Francesco. This is a club that should certainly be doing much higher. Di Francesco, of course, was manager of Roma last year before Ranieri took over. So this is certainly a club that, you know, if you are looking to go to Serie A, Sampdoria with Quagliarella up front. There's a bit of excitement there. And like former football manager favourites like Albin Ekdal. Bundesliga, like that, Leipzig have really taken off really well. You know, there's no kind of Hoffenheim of kind of a middle and again start. One win, two draws, two defeats in those opening 11 games. So Hoffenheim, you know, I'm, I'm kind of wondering now with the fact that Joe Linton has gone, what's really there at the club? And is that something I really want to take on in the beta? Leipzig again are really jumping out at me. And as much as I should object against them from the uh, traditional German standpoint. I just can't do that to myself. You know, Timo Werner, Yusuf Poulsen, and now Patrick Schick as your strike force. And of course, that once upon a time Liverpool goalkeeper, Peter Galaski in goal. There's certainly a great appeal there. So, as things stand, and I really do believe, I th- from now on, the journey is over for me searching for a beta save. That although Real Betis have not started the season off in spectacular fashion, you know, for me right now, it's going to come down to the toss of a coin between managing Betis and managing Leipzig in the beta save. So I have my coin, heads, let's say, Betis, tails, Leipzig. And it is tails. Is it? No, it's heads. It's heads. Yeah, well, look. And I think I'm going to go Real Betis. Granted, right, we've lost out on Giovanni de Lo Celso. But I just think ranging Real Betis. Yeah, and if I get a nice feel for them, who knows? Could be a long save. Long-term save there for me in a future version of FM. Now, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. It's absolutely, totally different to anything I've done before. I do appreciate you listening on, listening to me kind of explaining how I arrived at um, my decision. You know, I have my primary club in mind now. I just want to finish off Angels with Dirty Faces before I do make my final decision. But as things stand right now, thank you for listening. Next week, I... I'm not sure what way we'll go on the podcast. I think we might do a league focus. So Charlie Tango's asked me to look at um and have a little chat about the Australian A League and the MLS. If there's any other leagues you want me to have a little chat about, please get in touch. Let me know. 
and if there's any questions for a Q&A next week, we might have a little bit of time to squeeze that in as well. But until next week, I've been Gaffer Graymo. Thank you for listening. Possibly thank you for watching along as well. And I will talk to you in episode four. All the best. Enjoy FM.